Welcome to Behind the Screen, a bonus interview series from Forward Movement, featuring author conversations with our managing editor, Rochelle Thompson. Hello, welcome to Behind the Screen. Today we're with Mallard Bitten, our author for the October Forward Day-by-Day Meditations. Mallard, welcome to Behind the Screens and to our Forward Day-by-Day readers. Well, it's great to be here. Great to be here. Well, it was a joy to work with you and to read your meditations and to hear what you had to say. Tell us a little bit about yourself first. Okay. Um, Grew up in New York City, um, born in Manhattan. Um, Most of my youth was in Queens and um, wonderful place to grow up, wonderful place to be. Um, After high school, I moved to Boston. I went to college in Boston for a year and then moved down here to the Atlanta area Um, and went to Mars Brown, finished up at Mars Brown. Um, I fell into some retail with a growing company um, at the time, Reed Alton Bookseller, and I just rode their way. As they grew, I grew, and um, ended up moving around the country several times as I became a regional manager. Moved out to Minnesota with their headquarters. They started a second company, and I became a part of that company, um, software, et cetera, and continued to to grow in the business world. Um, I left retail to move into shopping center management and uh, did that for many years. That work brought me back to Atlanta. Uh, my in-laws were here and they were both ill, so it was a great place to be at that time. Mm-hmm. And um, was in the shopping center business for a while and then moved over to Emory um, School of Medicine where I started doing kind of behind the scenes business um, activities and uh, designing a few clinics for the eye center. and. Um, so that takes you through kind of my, my journey. Um, mm-hmm. I retired two years ago and have um, been discovering what it's like to have 50 hours of my own each week. Um, <laughs> very different, but wonderful. How have you been filling those hours? So um, obviously a lot happened during COVID. Um, right. For the first six months of COVID, I was considered um, essential. And so I worked um, almost every day over at the clinic, um, one of our clinic facilities. And it was mostly for those patients that could get in and could get services. Um, and, and then after I retired, my, my grandson, only grandchild, was born in that same August that I retired. And um, although we couldn't see him and touch him for a while, um, having a grandchild meant that I had a new focus. Right. As it happened, um, my wife, who's a teacher, um, had to teach from home. And Mm -hmm. that gave me a whole different purpose of supporting her through that process, cooking meals, cleaning, um, those kinds of things that were just a whole other, a whole other use of of my time. And then it was very, very good. Um, Good discovery for me. Um, So that was a major part of it. Um, In college, I wrote a lot, um, mostly book reviews and um, some poetry, but I got back to writing. Um, I took a couple of writing courses and uh, enjoyed those and just got back to putting thoughts on paper, doing a little bit more than the journaling I had been doing over the years and a little bit more than the business writing that I had been doing. Um, So that built some time. I've been a volunteer with the American Heart Association for a while, mostly as a fundraiser for heart walks and things like that. But I did some more um, volunteer work, um, mm-hmm. sang in the choir, um, just a variety of things like that. Yeah. And you're involved with education for ministry. Yes. Um, just completed uh, my fourth year in this past May, which was magnificent. 
I had the wonderful, wonderful privilege of having three different mentors over the four years and actually taking the FM in two different physical spots and then one year virtually. Um, really good experience. I found that, that the mentor um, interaction is different. It's different with different cohorts and it's different with an individual. And, and, and so that was, a, that was a good growth for me. Um, I enjoyed EFM tremendously. Um, earlier this year, I took the, the coursework to begin to be a mentor. And, and as an opportunity opens up, I will move into that. My wife was a mentor for many, many years um, and always told me, go into EFM. You should really love this. Right. Push back and push back and push back and like so many other things. Once I started, I could not stop, would not stop talking about it. She'd always give me this look that said, I told you so without actually saying I told you. Right, right. Yeah, wives are good at that. Uh, being one myself, I would say that that we're good at that. So education for ministry is obviously about um, learning more about the Episcopal Church, or, but really your faith and learning more about the Bible and, and you know, what we believe and our own spiritual life. Um, you're pretty involved in your church. Tell us what has drawn you to the Episcopal Church and um, what keeps you there? I mean, what, what really is exciting to you about what's happening in the Episcopal Church? Um, our bishop here, Rob Wright, always laughs when I'm ever in a meeting or a class or something with him and I say I'm a lifelong Episcopalian. He says, and so, <laughs> um, but I am. Um, I've been a Episcopalian forever. Um, and so I obviously was drawn to the church through early connections with my family. Um, I've stayed in the Episcopal Church because like so many others, I've enjoyed the liturgy, but I've also enjoyed the kind of the, the, the rich history of the Episcopal Church as it's grown and developed. I've enjoyed what it meant in the United States, mm -hmm. understanding that there have not always been easy paths along the way, um, with the church, with the United States, with the United States history and where the church sat. But I've enjoyed what the Episcopal Church has meant um, to the history of the country and to people and individuals along the way. Um, I've sort of lived that out through every single role that you can have in an Episcopal Church, except altar guilt. I have not done that. Um, <laughs> for some reason, I wasn't invited. <laughs> I never got to do that. So but wardens... All kinds of other things. You've done all those work, all those jobs, huh? Um, but you know, um, faith formation, youth formation, um, adult Christian education, um, adults working toward confirmation. I had the privilege of serving on a vestry, and um, during that time on the vestry, I became senior warden. And it happened that we were going through a pre-search, and so that was a whole just a whole other level of engagement in the church, in that particular church at that time. Um, while that was going on, I, I involved myself in everything that was going on. So I did go to the different events and things that were happening in the church and classes. And I, I met the folks in the preschool and all of those things that sort of existed that I, I didn't get engaged with, um, mm -hmm. I managed to do during that time. Yeah. So wonderful, wonderful experience. And it's, it's kind of taken being an Episcopalian, another step. Um, mm -hmm. There's one thing to say that you are, there's the other thing to do it. And, and doing the Episcopalian has been what I've enjoyed immensely. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, you talked about writing and here you are 
uh, writing with a large audience to Forward Day by Day, which has hundreds of thousands of readers all over the, the world. Tell us what that process was like for you. Daunting. <laughs> In, a word, In a word, right? I can, I can certainly go on, but that um, absolutely daunting. Mm -hmm. I have um, written meditations for EFM. Uh, I write two or three, or during the, the Lenten period, you might write four. Um, I've done them for focus areas like former, and, and I've done a period of time where I've done every Tuesday for a couple of weeks. 31 days is a lot of days. And my process was to try and read everything in advance. So I'm reading whatever the, the, the lessons are for that day, whatever the readings are and suggestions are for that day. And then I'm trying to take something from that. Mm -hmm. um, in the past, with two readings, I can typically see a, a line that ties them together. Couldn't always do that with three readings. Couldn't always do that with right. um, a song that had, you know, it was life all by itself. It didn't need anything along with it. Um, so my attempt was to understand what I was reading, to get something that I could, like a hook, something that I could grab onto and then work with. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've lived a little while, so if there were some personal experiences I was able to say, ah, ah this is... <laughs> This is like when, um, et cetera, right. or I remember a process like this, or, oh my goodness, this has been written for me 2,000 years ago. Right. Um, that was so clear. <laughs> um, right. But it, it, I, found it a, I found it a huge challenge. Um, and there were some times when, when I needed to skip that day and then come back to it. Um, my original plan was to do the first through the 31st, um, but I found times that I just needed to move ahead to something that spoke to me a little differently or that I could grab onto a little bit more. Um, right. But I found the, the experience extremely rewarding and very challenging. Um, you know, I always talk about being a parent and the absolute hardest work that you can do. Um, this was hard work. <laughs> I loved it. But this was hard work. It is. Well, and I, I'm so grateful for your hard work. And I think that our readers will be too, as they spend a month with you in and develop that relationship and and glean wisdom from you but and also um ex, you know maybe disagree and that's fine or you know or uh, be inspired by it that's part of what we hope to do is that to invite people to journey along with us not to tell them what the answers are but but to say like this is where i found god in my life and this is where i'm practicing it and i invite you to try to find where you are and so i think that that'll be a wonderful um experience for folks as they journey with you and i'm grateful for you is there anything in particular that you hope readers will um come away with at the end of this no i was um taking a class and um uh we've been talking about shalom in the class and the, the various means of shalom um and the widest means of hospitality and i think I, I think I've been spending a lot more time thinking about what small groups can do to benefit one another, whether that's in a church or it's a, a foyers group or something like that, or it's a choir, mm -hmm. but how people can learn from each other and, right. and how people can 
accelerate what they know about each other. So it's 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 one thing to say I went to church with this person for 20 years. Um, you get in a small group and you have a question maybe that you're answering, and all of a sudden you know, well, that's why he or she feels that way. That's mm-hmm. that's where that comes from. That's yeah. now I understand a little bit better. Um, right. Maybe in your knowing the person, you were never even trying to understand. You just knew the person, you greeted them, you did the piece with them, you just did. But now all of a sudden you have this, this opportunity to go a little bit deeper. And, and so I hope in some of the readings or in some of the things that I've written, people will find opportunity to, maybe I want to look a little deeper here. I want to understand something a little better. Um, as you said, Rochelle, I, I don't agree or disagree, or maybe I disagree completely, but I want to understand a little bit more about this piece or, or how people come to this relationship or why people have concluded this thing versus something else. Um, uh, I, I think that that's, a, that's something I'm working on continually to, 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 to go deeper, to just understand more. And, and not, not as an interview, but but tell me a little bit more about that. Or how did you come to that conclusion? Um, yeah. Trying to use that as a way of, of making better connections. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, is there anything else that you would want to add um, and share with our readers today before we wrap up? I don't think there's anything else. I, I wish I had a profound something. I don't. Um, I have, uh, I, I sent um, a copy of the forward day by day to my wife's aunt and she said, wow, I didn't know that you did this other stuff. And I guess, um, I guess that's one of the things I've learned from forward day by day is it is this other stuff. And, and, um, and that's pretty rich. And, and, and I have enjoyed being a part of that other stuff. Yeah. Well, we've enjoyed having you and are looking forward to spending the month of October with you. Thank you so much for your time and for sharing and being authentic and sharing your journey with us. We appreciate it. Well, thank you so much. Mm-hmm.